Hello, friends, and welcome to the Homewrecker Podcast, where we wreck and shatter conventional wisdom and ways of thinking by bringing alternative viewpoints to light and different subjects to light as well in an attempt to not only change the thoughts and feelings most people accept as reality, but to obliterate them completely. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife, the lovely Monique. Hi. How's it going? It's pretty good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic as always. Yes. I have to start off by saying that for the past few weeks, I want to say, you've been, every night before we go to bed, you get, we we drink uh, coffee in the morning like most people do, and you have been getting the coffee pot ready, and we started drinking different types of coffee because coffee just tends to not really agree with me. I get like a, like a heart or an acid reflux kind of thing. If I drink too much of it and I like my coffee, I've got young kids that I uh, am in charge of and I, and and I don't get a lot of sleep. You're in charge of? Uh, Yeah. Like Charles in charge? I am Charles in charge. Yes. And so I, I tend to drink a lot of coffee. And so I switched to a newer coffee that's low acidic. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's uh, it's like tested for toxins and all this stuff, molds, molds, and all these kind of things. And I guess is pretty prominent in coffee. And so we switched coffees. You didn't like it as much, but I like it, and, and I'm actually able to drink as much as I used to, and it doesn't bother me at all now. So it's great. And so you've been making the coffee for the past couple of weeks. So this morning, or or excuse me, last night, I got the coffee ready. Just because I was like, you know, I'm going to do it now this time just to be nice. And then I woke up before you for a change this well, morning. Well, you got out of bed before me for a change. Whatever. The tomato, tomato. And so I come downstairs and I decide, you know what? I'm going to make her coffee first. So it's nice and ready. She can come downstairs. All she has to do is pour it into her mug when she's ready. It's ready for her. Nice and hot. And it's freezing cold for whatever reason this morning. It hasn't been too bad. We had a couple days past, of like 60-something, like yeah. high 50s, low 60s. But for whatever reason this morning, it's freezing cold. So I do that, and then I make my coffee and get it ready. You come downstairs, you go, you know, I wanted iced coffee this morning. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm laying The in one time that I decide, you know, I'm going to make the coffee. I'm going to do something nice. I woke up between 2.30 and 3 o'clock in Can't the morning, wait. and I didn't fall back asleep until about 6 a.m., and then our children were up before 7, and I'm getting the motivation to get out of bed. I was really warm, 
And I was just like, I just want like a big cup of iced coffee. Freezing cold and she wants iced coffee. But I was warm. But this is why for anybody watching or listening, this is why it's almost impossible to do anything in advance for you to do any kind of surprises because you're the pickiest eater. You may maybe like liking something and it's like, okay, I finally figured out what she wants, what she likes. I can <laughs> I do don't something like it nice. anymore. And then like right then and there, like you do something like for example, this morning I make coffee, hot coffee that you've been drinking for months now straight and it's freezing cold. I figure, oh, she's going to want a nice hot cup of coffee. this morning. No, she wants iced coffee this morning. So it's like, okay. Yeah, why do I even try? Well, I said to you the other day, I want to start making iced coffee again. Oh, so it's my fault no, now because no, I didn't our, pick up on that. Our ESP must have been working. <laughs> ah, anyway, so that's how we start off the show. Yeah. Uh, me complaining about you. Got to love it, right? I don't mind. <laughs> so we're, we're going to get right into a little, uh, uh, a little bit. We're going to get right into it, I should say, this week. And we've talked in the past about time travel. We've done several shows on it and... I basically, in one of our earlier episodes, talked myself out of time travel. And for the longest time, really until that show, I was so wanting time travel to be a real thing and to, to be something that's possible that will happen someday or maybe has already happened. And I finally came back around, I guess you could say, recently due to a personal experience that I had with time travel. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about it this week. And I thought, why not share that experience with people? And, and also because it's something that I think anybody can do. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not what we have been led to believe it is. I, I think it's something completely different, but still is and falls into the category of time travel. So I thought it'd be cool to talk about that this week. And it all started from a dream I had. And I have to say that, I, I guess I'll explain the dream kind of vaguely because I don't want to incriminate anybody or talk about any, you know, personal kind of stuff. But it was a dream I had and I've been sleeping horribly for a long time. But a lot of dreams that I wake up from, it, lately especially, ever since, I have to say, it, ever since I could trace it back to the first time you hypnotized me. And I went back and, and kind of went into my past a bit. And ever since then, I feel like I've been dreaming a lot about people from my past, things that maybe happened in my past, just random people from my past showing up in my dreams and... This one that I had recently, just ha I woke up from it. I was really troubled by it. And it was probably about 3.30 in the morning when I woke up. And I typed it out because that's the one thing that I, I, I was never good at was writing down my dreams, which everybody says you should do right when you wake up because otherwise you're going to forget them. So this one just bothered me so much that uh, I actually I got out of bed and went to go use the restroom. And I was still, I felt like I was still kind of half in dreamland, if you will, and, and half here on, on this mm -hmm. plane of existence. And, uh, 
it, it was just really weird. It was messing with my brain. And the whole time I'm, I'm walking and thinking and I, I realize, okay, I need to write this down right away. As soon as I get back into the bedroom, I need to get my phone, find my phone and, and type it up because it had paper or pencil around me. And so that's what I did. And I actually typed it out in a, the, the first thing I thought of was just going into my text messages and texting you. So I texted it to you. That way I had it, you know, whatever. It's three o'clock. I'm still half asleep. That's what I thought. I didn't think of pulling up a notepad or whatever on my phone. So I text the dream to you. And then you wake up in the morning when you finally wake up and you saw it. And then we talked about it. And I explained it in more detail to you. And you told me what you, how you interpreted it. And again, dreams are dreams. They, they can have so many different interpretations. And I gave some different options as right. to what it could mean. Yeah, because I was just, it, it bothered me a lot. Some of the things that I was uh, told in the dream, and it just really bothered me <laughs> a great deal. And so I, I finally, you know, when, I, when we talked about it, you gave me a couple of the different interpretations and, and, and things that I could maybe try doing said, okay, I'm gonna give it a shot. And, and I, and I tried what you said to do and uh, you can go ahead and, and you know, again, don't give too many details just to protect the innocent or not so innocent or what, just whatever. Let's not get too detailed, but go ahead and you can tell everybody what you told me to do. Well, so based off of what he said, I brought up some different possibilities of what the dream could be him trying to process. And after I had said something, he he brought up about how there were some people in his past that he wasn't so nice to because something not so nice happened to him. And so he said, well, there are some people in my past that I wasn't so nice to. And I had recommended that he meditate and that he just close his eyes and then imagine those scenarios go back in time and imagine watching yourself be not so nice to those people And then as you watch yourself walk away, step in and apologize to that person and say, I'm not that person anymore. Say you're sorry and let them know, I'm really sorry, you didn't deserve that. And then after you're done doing that with those people, go to yourself, go to your past self who was at that point not being so nice to others and talk to him and apologize to him and forgive him, you know, and, and have this conversation of, you know, because when you apologize to yourself, you forgive yourself and you need to have that. You need to forgive yourself. And so I encouraged him to do that. And um, it was later that day we were talking about like, well, he, he had to take a shower and then he wanted to meditate. And I was like, well, you can do it in the shower because I meditate in the shower. And I was like, and another thing that you can do, and, and anyone listening can do this as well. Yeah. But when you're in the shower, after you process all of that and go through it, have it as the water symbolically cleansing you cleansing you of the guilt, cleansing your aura, cleansing your chakras, have it cleanse you. Water is very cleansing. So allow that water to cleanse you. So I'll let you go into. All right. So, so I, I, I do that. I get into, uh, I, I go, I, I, I start to go back a little bit, like you said, uh, uh, under the water for whatever reason, I found it very easy to get into that that state and typically when I when I shower I'll, I'll 
play some music or I'll have a like a podcast that I was listening to on in the background or something. This time I, I kept it silent and I stayed in there. I don't know how long I was in there for. It had to be a good 15 minutes at, at the at the minimum. But I felt I feel like I went into that meditative state really quickly, like had to be guessing within like 30 seconds, which is rare for me because usually I feel like when I when I have sat to to try and meditate, I feel like it takes a lot longer. But for whatever reason, this time I, I got right I, into it. I also told you to connect with that feeling. Yes, and 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 I I feel like I I got it quick, like really quickly. So all the all the stuff you told me to do, it fast, it worked like quick. And I don't know if that's just because how how insightful you are, or just how well you know me and what would work for me. But whatever it was, it worked, and and I, I give you credit for giving. Pointing, pointing the path, pointing me to the right way to go down that path. So I, I, I sit there, I'm, I'm meditating, I'm doing the thing, and I'm, and I'm going back, and I'm imagining now, and, and they're all coming to me. Anybody who, for whatever reason, in my past, I was, you know, wh- whether it be a moment of just stupidity, uh, of, of just not thinking, insensitivity, whatever it is, anybody who I ever did something that I myself today would consider wrong to or, or treated somebody not the way I would want to be treated essentially. And there was a number of them from my past, just, just people who, who I just, I, I, I didn't do the right thing. Let's just say it that way. And so I, I went back and I, and I did, I, I had like, uh, I didn't converse with them because I thought that was, it didn't feel right to me, but I went back to, like you said, to the time I I relived and and watched the interaction again from from this time watching my younger self having the interaction with the person and then as soon as I walked away or 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 as soon as I was out of the picture I stepped in and I didn't give that person obviously because it's in my head and and whatever but I didn't give them a chance to respond I apologize for what I did. Uh, I'm not that person anymore. Whatever I said, but I, I had that interaction as me now with the person who I, I feel I wronged. What They probably don't even think of me or care anymore. It's probably something they haven't thought about in years or whatever, but it's still, for whatever it, reason, it bothers me and bothered me and it stayed with me. So I did all that. I went through the, <laughs> through the line of people and there were, there were a few and I got finally to myself again. And it's funny, the, the version of myself that I chose to see was me probably about 10 to 12 years ago. I had full head of hair, long hair, beard. And, uh, it it was me, Funnily enough, in my wrestling gear when I was when I was wrestling. And so it, it was just weird that I saw myself there and I'm talking to myself. And I, I said to myself, uh, present me talking to my younger self and just saying, now, now younger self's not saying a word yet, but just listening to me. And I'm saying, look, I apologize for... Having for for you doing that, I apologize that I didn't straighten out my own crap earlier in my life, and that you were in the position that you were in 
to cause the harm to those people and to carry around that guilt. I'm sorry that I did not straighten my crap out sooner, but I want you to know that I am in the process of it now. I'm really working through stuff. I'm really, I'm very introspective now. I think a lot about my past. I think a lot about things that I can do because now with kids and everything, that's all I think about is what kind of example am I setting? How can I make sure that my kids grow up not to be like me, but to be better than me and and to treat people better than I treated people. And, and I know it's going to sound weird because I feel like people listening might be like, wow, what an asshole this guy must have been. And I wasn't, I really wasn't. It was just these, these are, I, I carried around this guilt for just individual interactions I had with different people throughout my life. And so I'm, I'm saying this to myself, uh, to my younger self, and I'm just sitting listening. My, my younger self is listening to me. And I said, so I just want you to know that everything is cool now. I'm, I forgive you for doing it because you didn't know any better. And it was really my fault because I should have had my crap straightened out sooner. And I should have never been like that and put, had you saddle this guilt, this all this time. So it's over. You got, we can let it go. We can move on now. And, and what, what has had to be said has been said. So let's just move past it. And that was it. And then I, I decided to just say, are you okay? To check with my younger self, are you okay? And this is, it's so bizarre, like explaining this, but it was so vivid and so like, like it happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, it was happening in my mind, but it was happening. And so my younger self standing there looking at me in, in, in wrestling gear, which is so weird, and is looking at me and just says, so you're my future self talking to me now. So time travel is real? Because again, back then... That's all I thought about. Yeah. That's and I I mean, geez, one I of the first popped so huge when you told me that. One of the first conversations we ever had when you and I first mm-hmm. started seeing each other was about that. Because yes. it's like it's always been something that I always was fascinated with. And so I just I I I, I kind of chuckled at the question and I said, you know what? It is real, but not in the way that you think it is. Because again, we've talked I don't know if we've really mentioned on the show before, we probably have in passing. But time's not linear. Mm-mm. It's not what we think it is. It, you know, uh, 1945 and 2022, there are years that were made up by man. So it just is a way to explain and and put reference points to things. But there, the, the, we made it up. It's Time yeah. is not linear. There's no... There's no everything's happening. Everything's kind of happening all at once. The past is happening now. The future is happening right. now. Yeah, it's all... Exactly. And that's, I'm sure there's a quantum physics type explanation for it that I'm not going to even begin to try to explain. But so I said, yeah, time travel is real. And I, like I said, I chuckled when I was saying it to him, but it's not what you think, but you'll figure it out someday. You'll find out because obviously here I am now talking to you and I'm sitting there, young me is looking at me going, huh? Okay. And I said, and just so you know, you're going to be a dad and you're going to be a great dad. You, your kids love you and you love your kids and you're doing a great job. So you, you're going to be okay. Everything's cool. Everything's great. And young me looks at at, at me and, and is like, 
Really? Okay. That's cool. I'm I'm cool with that. All right. Cool. And then I, I he said, "Is there anything else I need to know?" I just said, "No. You just do what you're doing. Everything's going to turn out okay." Here, here now, I've got things. We're we're going to be good. We're we're moving forward. Everything's going to be good. You just keep doing what you're doing. Just hang in there. Everything's going to be all right. And and me, young me, looks at me and goes, "Cool." Like puts up the hands, like, "Cool. All right. Awesome. Thanks." And turns around and walks off. And then I turn around and walk away, you know, and then I kind of came out of my meditation and uh, sorry, I, I didn't come out of it right there. I, I, I turned around and I did what you said. I kind of envisioned like any guilt, anything that I was holding in about any of this stuff. I envisioned it kind of just washing away, uh, you know, with the, with the water from the shower, just kind of cleansing it away. And I, it, it was crazy. I felt so relieved. I felt like a weight was lifted off of me. I felt awesome. And then I opened my eyes and then I realized, holy shit, I just fucking time traveled. Like I really just that that's time travel. I just did it. And we're, we're actually, I I came, I talked to you about it and I mentioned it to you and I was like, it's crazy because it it was just, it was just bizarre. Like just the whole, it was just still like now thinking about it. It's like, what the, f- and like, I've got a million thoughts going through my head. I'm trying to verbalize them so that it makes sense. And so not everybody watching or listening is getting driven nuts by my, <laughs> but so I, we're actually laying in bed. Fast forward to last night. So this happened two nights ago. Well, I, I just want to say before we get to that, when we were having the discussion, I was bringing up too about how with hypnotherapy, when you're going back into the past, doing things in the past can help you in your present situation and your future situation. And so that is in a sense like a form of time travel. You are going back. It's not like the machine. You're going in a machine like HG Wells and like, you're like, yeah, you're boop, not, boop, 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 yeah, you're not, not hopping a in a DeLorean or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, it's more of a, um, mental type transdimensional energy way of traveling through time and space. And so you can make these changes in your life. And then I brought up the questions about it is, you know, I wonder if, the people you apologize to, because a lot of times when you do this kind of work, uh, people have come forward and said like, oh, well, I did this and I worked on this with this person. And then I heard from them. Things like that come up a lot. And so I was curious, maybe if these people might, you know, have a sense of feeling a little bit better or maybe feeling a need for like, okay, I forgive that person. Or maybe they're, they just pop up in their mind and it's not that bad of a feeling when the name comes to mind. There's all these different things that could happen. And we talked about those possibilities. Yes. So now last night, so this is the fall, the following night after the time traveling in the shower experience, we're laying in bed and we're watching peacemaker of all shows. It just, I, I, I believe we were almost to the end of it. And I said, can I pause this for a second? I paused it and whatever, great show and everything. But I, for whatever reason, my mind was going back to that. That's all I've been thinking about. And I thought, holy crap, you know, I was in my wrestling gear. I had my beard. I had my long hair. 
when we tried to regress me in through hypnotherapy, I wanted to go back. We've talked about it on the show before. I got knocked out one time in a wrestling match. I got slapped in the face so hard by a guy, 6'8", 320 pounds, slapped me in the face, planned thing, but he hit me so hard, he got me just right that he knocked me out. C- completely KO'd me. Ooh. Just done. Yeah. Like, went down like... Sack of potatoes. Sack, like, accordion, done. just folded like, in on himself. Completely out cold. Yeah. And... For, and then he, I, I, I got up and I, I went through it. I finished the match. It was like a really long match and didn't remember us, any of it, none of it. And it only have memory of it through watching it back on tape because I don't remember actually doing any of it. And I remember, and, and if you heard the story before, whatever, I'm going to tell it again for everybody that hasn't. I got to the back into the dressing room area and... I, uh, the last thing I remembered was going to the ring uh, or, or excuse me, standing in the back, the getting ready to go to the ring. And then the next thing I know, I have a bunch of people around me. You were one of them, right? You were there. This is before you and I were seeing each other. It was too. before we were together. Cause at that point in time, I was the one who took everyone to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> that was my other job. So I'm sitting there and everybody's around me and the owner of the of the company's there, Jamie's sitting there and he's and he's like, Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm fine. What are you talking about? And like, you're okay. I'm like, Yeah, why? What am I am I up? Like, what's going on? Like, what's what's happening? Felt fine. Felt nothing. Like it was fine. And they said, You just wrestled. And so I'm like, Yeah, okay, that's funny. All right, so are we up? I'm looking around for Rick, the guy who's wrestling. Like, Where, where's Rick? And and they go, no, you just wrestled. And so I look down and I notice that I've got red marks across my chest from getting chopped because this was the guy who was wrestling. That was his gimmick. He would give big chops and everything. And I look down. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm all sweaty. And so I stand up because where I was sitting, uh, there's a big mirror behind me. So I stand up and I turn around, I look in the mirror. My hair's all messed up. It's all everywhere. I got junk all over me, you know, dirt and stuff all over me. I'm all sweaty. Like, what the hell? What? How did I, what are you talking about? I'm not even wrestle. What are you, the fuck? And I'm just completely like, what is, now I'm scared because I don't know what's going on, but I feel fine. I don't feel winded. I don't feel any pain on any. I've got marks all over my back because I remember he chopped me in the back. We had all these things planned ahead in advance, but I had no pain on me at all. I didn't feel like I didn't feel winded. Like I said, nothing. Didn't feel anything. Felt fine. Felt like I was ready to go out and wrestle right then and there. And they brought over because at the time they're they're taping the shows and it happened to be intermission. We were the first match. uh, We were the last match right before intermission. So Jamie, the owner goes and grabs the DVD of the, of the show and brings over to me on a, like one of those little portable DVD players. And he plays it for me. He goes, no, you wrestled. Watch what? And sure as shit, there it is. I get in the ring. We do the thing. I get up and poking the guy in the face. I slap him in the face and then he slaps me and down I go. And that, that, and then, sure enough, you see me, and I'm going through, and I watch the whole thing, and I'm doing everything, but I'm a step off. I'm really slow. You could tell I'm just kind of like out of it. It I'm was just off. going through the motions. To the untrained eye, you wouldn't know anything happened. You would have no idea. We had like this really complicated thing too, where there was somebody was coming in with a chair, and it was a bunch of stuff going on, and and I did it all. I was I ripped somehow, muscle memory, whatever it is, I was doing it, but I had no memory of it at all, none. 
So it always bothered me. And everybody thought, oh, he's got a concussion. You got to go get checked out. This and I'm like, I'm fine. I, I don't. Him. I'm fine. I was like, like um, do you want to go to the hospital? And you're like, no, I'm fine. I go, I really think you should go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. You should let me take you to the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, and, I'm like imploring him. Like, uh, yeah. I, I I just watched what happened. <laughs> you should go to the hospital. Uh, I had at the time a, a female uh, valet, a manager, and she was out there, and and I looked at her. I said, "What?" She's like, "You were out of it. You were not." She she said, "I talked to you a bunch of times out there, and you just kind of looked at me like uh, no one's home. No one's home." She goes, "The lights are on, but nobody was home." I'm like. Okay, it's it freaked me out, and then I I happened to ride to the show with a good buddy of mine, Max, and I said, "Look, I feel fine. I'm totally fine, but why don't you drive home just in case?" But I feel fine. I literally and the whole I remember the whole ride home, just being like, "Where the hell did I go? If I wasn't in my body, because I wasn't, where the hell did I go? I have no idea." So it bothered me, and then finally, I told you when you got your hypnotherapy deal mm-hmm. and, you, and you were certified and, and you started practicing stuff. So I said, you know what? I want you to bring me back. I want you to regress me. I want to find out where did I go for those 10 minutes? Where was I? Because I, I have no idea. Where did I, what plane of existence did I go off to? And I think that's where I was. So when we did the regression. I think I was talking to myself. Mm-hmm. Because when we did the regression, you remembered coming out. You remember getting in his face. You remember getting hit. And you're like, oh, oh, my face hurts. And you're like talking me through things. But then it went blank. And then yeah. it's kind of the end of the match. So we got to a certain point. We got information. Then we got to the end and you're walking back in the curtain. So yeah. you got parts of it. I got parts, but, but there, there was, was a, like a still part, a part I would not. missing. Yeah. And so that was why, like, why can't we get to this part? It's like a black space where it's like you're watching a movie. The information's coming. Blackness jumping to the next part. It, it's it's like, like getting a government document. Yeah, and then like five paragraphs of important shit is all redacted and blacked out. That's what happened with with the regression. So I'm sitting there thinking in bed, like, holy shit, that's fuck. That's where I was. I had to be talking to me. Like I had to have. That's I went to talk to myself. And what's interesting is we were not together at that point. Nor were we even like really talking. We'd see each other at shows. It was like how's it going? going He was giving me the fuck off vibe that I've mentioned before in shows where I'm like, I'm really nice. I'm like, hi to everybody. And he's just like, hi. I had my reasons. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, so when you said, you know, your your dad, your great dad, that wasn't because if we were together at the time, you would, I would think that part, if it was in that point in time, you might be like, oh, well, yeah, because of our oldest. Yeah, but, but we were not together. Exactly. Yeah, we hadn't even, so I was nothing. like, it was before we were together. Yeah. And it's funny because I remember shortly, shortly after that is when I really started talking to people and telling people, you know, in car rides and stuff. Like, and when I say people, I mean other wrestlers and stuff going on road trips where we talk about family and stuff. And a couple of the guys starting getting in serious relationships. Some guys had gotten married and had started families and things. And, 
a lot of people would ask me, hey, you ever going to do that? And at the time, I was single, and I, I had kind of resigned myself to the fact that, you know, at this point, if it hasn't happened for me, it's probably not going to happen, and I'm okay with it. I like I like my time by myself. I'm all right with it. I'm not one of those people that has to have to be around somebody. Like, I don't mind my own company. I'm okay. I can read books. I can do things. I, I'm okay. I, it's fine. Uh, if, if, if it happens, it happens, but I'm not going to worry about it. It's okay. And so anytime that the topic would come up, I would say, but if I ever did become a dad, I'm done with wrestling. Like, I'm done. And this was after... The knockout. This was after the knockout where I really started. For whatever reason, I just that was just kind of how I felt. So it almost and makes now, sense that yeah. that you get knocked out and then your mindset starts to change it about did. family and wrestling. It did because up to that point. That part. I'm yeah. so curious if I hypnotize you again and we regress. I'm if down now for you'll be it. able to see it. Because I wonder if you weren't allowed to see it yet because like even though it happened, it hadn't happened here now. And maybe your mind is like you need to kind of get there. You have to go through these steps to Perhaps. get here because a lot of times it's like we have to get through certain steps in our life to to make progress and you can't just have the answers. I don't know, but I just feel like at all these things start now as I was thinking about it. Holy cow. Like now this is making sense. Like this yeah. is, this has to, I mean, what other explanation could there be? And people listen to probably like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? But I'm telling you, this all fits. It all makes sense. And I, I did. I, and people that I would say this to that, yeah, if I ever get in a relationship or if I ever have kids, I'm done. I'm out of the business. People look at me like you, you nuts. Were you kidding? Like, no way. Like, no, I, seriously like I want to be the kind of dad that's around and even if I don't have a big contract and I'm out doing whatever making all kinds of money I'm not gonna miss stuff I'm not gonna miss birthdays I'm not gonna miss anything for my kids I want to be there for my kids if I ever have kids that's the kind of dad that I want to be I don't want to be an absentee father I want to be involved as much as possible in my children's lives that's that's it and and like I said it was just kind of just happened it was weird and I was okay with it. It wasn't like one of those things where I thought it was, you know, whatever. But it, anyway, so that happened. So I, I'm thinking that that must be what occurred, that I was not allowed to see during the regression because in my mind, I guess for my human perception, I couldn't be allowed to see it yet because it hasn't occurred for me on this level yet. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If like you had sense. to do that work I had first. to do everything else first. You had to go through everything so you could yeah. get there. Yeah. But now saying if we do regress me now, is it going to be, if if I'm allowed now to see, that, oh yeah, this is what happened. This is where you went when you got mm-hmm. knocked out. You were talking to yourself. You were actually having a conversation with future you. And is that going to be authentic because now having this knowledge, is it going to be authentic or is it going to be tainted by the fact that I had this experience now? And you know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, do we bother going back and doing that? Or do we just I, I mean, take are, it for what are, it is now? I have different methods. Like I have, um, I, I, I don't know if I, I brought it up here. My, 
my way to like get information based off of like I was inspired by Metallica to do (laughs) (laughs) a a way to get information from hypnotherapy Um, and, and maybe exploring that where you don't know where you're going and see if something like that comes up like you know not having it on your mind and just kind of being like where are we going where are you being pulled to where are you being attracted to where is that taking you i got that but what i'm saying is since i have kind of I know, had the but, aha moment myself yeah but it, what i'm is saying is if you don't need? know where you're going and then it just shows up that might be a way for us to do it but i think if we say okay go back to this point in time what happens it is possible because it's in your mind is something that happened but it, it's difficult to say. All right. Fair okay. enough. I just, that's my only concern is I don't want to now go back and, and, and get regressed and everything. Yeah. And now I have this. But it's so but. interesting that just just the way everything happened, I think it's really cool because ultimately you time traveled while in the shower. I told, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I did. And uh, I, I did. That's it. That's it. And, and like I said, all these pieces now, all these things are fitting together mm-hmm. and I'm realizing, holy shit, like I w- wanted this to be real for so much of my life for so long. And then now I feel like I've proven to myself that, yeah, it is, it is possible. It is real because I just freaking did it myself. And, and we've talked, we've had the conversations where it's like, we still feel like there, there is a, like there's time travel. Like it is real. It's possible, but it's not what, it's not what, Holly, it it's is. not what Hollywood has. Yeah. It's, it's not through it a machine. And I mean, sorry but they the government themselves like with remote viewing and and those type of programs they've unknowingly did that Mm -hmm. by by uh, you know for uh for example certain remote viewers uh remote viewed uh i believe it was a missile location or something like that and got the exact coordinates for it and everything and the government went and checked it out and there was nothing there but then two years later something was put in that place going through time and space it, yeah and, and so it's kind of one of those things where yeah i think it is possible yes and it's just I, not how we think I or how through, we're told sorry i learned through hypnotherapy that by by doing by going to these places not that my instructor was like you're time traveling but that's how i took it it's like we're going to past lives we are traveling to the past but it's not like we're going in a time machine it's yeah. like it's happening now and what happens there can affect us because people go to the past and they heal and it heals them here people do things in the present and it heals things in the future so sure. what you're doing whether it's like now, in the past, in the future, it affects all different points in times because everything is happening right now. It, oh my gosh, it makes me think of Spaceballs, where it's like, we're at the point where everything that's ha- right, right now is happening right now in the movie. So it's like, so, now. yeah, right now. How do we, what, what we're in it? the movie. We're in the, wait, how do we go to then? Well, you can't. You can't. Why not? Because it just happened. <laughs> when? <laughs> when? Now. Now. <laughs> well, when, 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 how do we get to there? Or however, Any minute now. Yeah, it was. if you see yeah. Spaceballs, you know the point. But it's just funny trying <laughs> to explain it. That's what I feel like. Yeah, but but it's true, though. I mean, I, I really think, and it goes back to, again, like just realizing and, and kind of always knowing inside, but realizing now, especially removing all the external distractions that we 
Sorry, I keep putting my arm. I talk with my hands sometimes, especially when I get excited. And I just tend to block you out. I'm just like, don't talk. You're like, I'm, I'm just going to block you for, out. For those listening and not watching, I'm, I just keep putting he my arms. He just keeps up, putting just keeps, his arms and hands in front of my it's face. It's blocking you. I'm blocking you. Uh, <sighs> but but it, it's we, we are, as people, again, removing the distractions, like I was saying, stopping watching the news, stopping watching TV and everything like that, and just really being selective about what I put into my brain, what I'm putting into my body, that kind of thing. And really realizing that as you think, as you start to imagine, as you start to use your imagination, start to look at things from different perspectives and not things that are fed to you or perspectives that are fed to you or given to you, you start to realize how special you are as individually and also collectively as people, how special we really truly are and how it's beaten out of us from the moment we're born. We are not allowed to have free will. We're not allowed to think. You're not allowed to do any of these things because you cannot be controlled if you have free will, if you have free thought. You're not controllable. And thus, you're dangerous to people who want to control you. They they control you by letting you think that you have free will, but basically exactly. programming you what to think and exactly. what to do. So it's so important that you think for yourself. And I, I really encourage people to just, again, I've said it before, people think meditation, like I have to sit and be quiet, but just use your imagination. Yeah. Just you can do it in the shower, your bedroom, wherever, the couch. Just close your eyes and just start imagining something and connect with a feeling. Just Think about something and something that made you feel a certain way that you want to fix or you want to focus on. Connect with that feeling and just start thinking about it. What happens? Like let the movie play out in your mind or control the movie by like what Alex did and by taking that, okay, I'm going to go apologize now. I'm going to do this. There's so many different things that you can do. Your mind is the most powerful thing in this world. Yep. And that's, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Nobody can make you do anything you don't want to do. Nobody can make you take anything you don't want to take. They can't make you go anywhere you don't want to go. You ultimately have the power to say, no, I do not want to do that. I do not accept your offer. I do not comply. I do not. I respectfully decline. You can do whatever you want because you ultimately are in control of you. You are. And people around, all the systems in our in our society, in our world, everything is a control system. Why? Because it's meant to control you as an individual, as a person, as a human soul. But you're not controllable if you don't allow yourself to be. And I think the more you, like I said, think for yourself and meditate and explore your mind's possibilities, explore all the realms of your mind. For sure. You're going to start feeling more confident in, you know, how you feel about things and more in control and more open to being receptive in learning what's really going on in places. We just had a conversation today about something and it was like, I know it's probably not normal to think that way about this. And Alex was like, actually, it's how you should be thinking, but we're not programmed to think that way. We're taught the opposite. So you're doing what you really should be doing. You're thinking that way. So, yeah. yeah. And, but that, but that's just it. Like you have to, and, and, and let me be, be very clear when I say not controllable, it just, I, I don't mean to be like some wild renegade going out and do 
I mean, you don't go along to get along. You do what you want to do with your. That you're you not, feel is best you, for you. You don't harm anyone else. You're not here to harm people or yourself. You're not here for that. You're here. I feel you're here on this plane of existence. If you reproduce, have children. You're here to make sure that they are able to navigate this realm and plane of existence. I feel like we're, you're we're here, here to, to all make differences. You're here to exactly. Thank you. That was I was gonna go right there. You're here to make a difference in a positive way to leave this place better than you found it. To leave some kind of imprint, a positive imprint, and make a positive impact in some way, whether it be by something you say, if you're an artist, a piece of art maybe that you something create you do. that inspires others around you. Maybe it's an invention you make. Maybe it's just an interaction you have with a person that maybe you have a positive interaction that inspires somebody who goes on to do something great and your interaction was the impetus for that. Whatever it is, I feel like that's why we're here. We're not here to be controlled. We're not here to get in line and go work nine to five and retire at 65 and then enjoy your 10 years or 12 years left of life if you live the average lifespan. That's not why we're here. That's absolutely not why we're here. We're here to make a positive impact, to live life to the fullest, and to be happy with ourselves and with those around us. Unfortunately, that's been <laughs> kind of perverted in, in, in the last couple hundred years, but I feel like slowly but surely, I think we're going to get back to that. Eventually. Eventually, I think that's where we're going to go because, yeah. again, everything's in cycles. Everything goes around, right? Yeah. And and I I don't know if you want to jump here, but... I don't want to jump anywhere. I, I think we're having a great conversation right now. I don't oh, want to no, jump to anything brought else. Me, it reminded me of a piece of mail we got. Oh, that I wanted you want to, to talk? We could bring that. What the hell? Let's well, bring that Well, because you're talking up. about life and before you leave here. And oh, yes. That we, was not that was not an intentional transition. No, but, but it just made can, me think can, about the, the we, we letter can. we got from a local funeral home. Yeah, this was bizarre. I've never gotten anything like this before. I don't know if any listeners have ever gotten anything like if if anybody listening or watching has ever actually has worked for a funeral home or or place like that. If this is a normal is a thing, can you thing? let us know? Because this is for We've lived here in our home now for almost 10 years, and it's the first time we've gotten something like this. Mm. So I thought this was interesting. We, uh, I'm not going to name the funeral home, but we got a thing. A letter. A letter. And it essentially is a survey from the funeral home, and it's addressed, Dear Neighbor, we would love if you would help us out. I thought this was interesting. Currently, we are trying to gather insight on the process of funeral planning. So right there, aren't you a funeral home? You want to gather. You have that insight. You don't have that insight already. So right there, I'm like, huh? The the the, the red flag is is up. The the red light's gone on. This information will help us improve and provide the most thoughtful, caring, and professional service to those mourning a death. So you you haven't been doing that already since you've been open. Okay. This place has been around a while. This place has been around for a very long time. Below is a short survey designed to inform us about the needs and wants of people when planning a funeral. Again, so you don't know that already? The survey should take about three to five minutes. Information and results from the survey will be kept confidential. Remember that line. We're going to get to that Please part. answer the questions as best as you can and return the survey in the enclosed prepaid postage envelope. Your returned answers will help us enhance our services. Thank you in advance for your help and taking the time to answer our survey. Sincerely, and then the name the of the funeral home. home. 
Question one, have you ever overseen funeral arrangements? And it's a yes or no. If yes, was it within the last 12 months, 13 to 24 months, or over two years ago? Are you aware of the existence of prepaid funeral plans? That's a yes or no. Have you ever thought of utilizing a prepaid funeral plan? Yes or no. What do you expect the price of a funeral to be? And it gives a bunch of price ranges. How important to you is the proximity of the funeral home? And then important, extremely important, you know, that kind of deal. How important to you is the proximity of the cemetery? If you have given thought to your personal funeral, which of the following would you choose? A burial or a cremation? Neither. Have you made firm plans and or arrangements for your own cemetery property? Yes or no? Do you maintain up-to-date biographical information and accurate family records to assist you or a loved one with future funeral planning? Yes or no? Are your loved ones aware of your preferred funeral arrangements? Do you currently have a will? In the event of your death, who would be responsible for your funeral arrangements? Would you receive comfort knowing you can plan your funeral in advance so your loved ones would not have to stress about the arrangements? How much do you know about funeral planning and the types of services that are available? What is your current age range? They want to know how old you are. Are you currently retired? Does your household have an active military or honorably discharged veteran? What is your marital status? And then, remember that line about it's confidential? Please provide your name, telephone number, and email address. So, to me... I feel what? like this is so they can advertise to you. I feel like this is, give us your information so we can see if it's worth reaching out to you about convincing you to get a prepaid plan to plan your funeral. I think that that's probably what it's for. But then like the, the real conspiratorial part of me goes and goes and says, are they like wanting to kill me and they want to see if I'm ready for this? Is that what this is for? Like do, do, do the powers that want to be as you like to call them do they not like things that we talk about that we say and and is this like their way of like kind of getting a feel on uh, is this guy ready or need to go like what's the and, and just for the record i am not suicidal never had thoughts of suicide would never do anything like that to harm myself or my loved ones just so it's on the just record just an fyi just so it's on the government record. listening <laughs> damn it but yeah i just thought that was very was so interesting weird. like who the hell like what is this what um, is this about? I'm so, sorry, but when, so I remember, I'm going to share a story. Please When share. I was younger, I, th I think I was a teenager, early 20s. But I remember telling my parents that when I die, I don't give a shit. Just throw me in a freaking, the big black trash bag and then bury me out in the woods. Okay. I didn't care. And I still feel the same way, except don't even bother with the trash bag because that's not good for the environment. Just bury me, <laughs> just dig a fucking hole and dump my body. I don't want any chemicals in my body. Just let me like feed the trees and the, the ground and let the, let the animals pick at my carcass. I don't care. It, I just don't it, care. It's kind of, it's kind of one of those things like, well, you're gone. You're your soul's left, so you're not going to feel anything. You're unless, not unless here you anymore. Stay. You're not going to feel it, but unless you stay and you watch all of it happen. I guess that'd uh, be kind of disturbing, I suppose. But you, but, but I, I think, think it'd be care. more. I think it'd be more disturbing, honestly, watching For, like you get embalmed and all this kind of. I don't know. I I, yeah. I don't. I do not want to be. Embalmed. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. Mm -mm. But I, I also don't want to be burned. Well, I, I think was, I'd rather just like you said. I, I kind of. The more I think about it, and I don't think about it often, but. I feel like that probably be the best way to go. Just in a place, 
uh, like that I love, for example, my home, wherever I'm living at the time, if it's a, if, if there's like a, so a where special, are you in the fruit cellar? <laughs> yeah. If there's like a special tree or, or a, a path that I like to walk on, just bury me somewhere there. Like leave me there. That's cool. Or, or, you know, cause I, I, I don't, the, the, the thought of being burned uh, for somebody that just never appealed to me. I don't want that. But I, uh, I also don't really care about having a big funeral or anything like no. that. Well, I, I thought if that we're going to really... do anything, do it like how they used to do where you're like, just lay me out on the couch or something. Have people come within a day to pay their respects before I start to smell and then put me in the ground. What? They used to do that? Yeah. Back. Oh, okay. Back like hundreds. Is that, I, I guess that makes sense. All right. I suppose. Yeah, like they, they so uh, my aunt who had a historical home, remember? There was the viewing room. Uh, there was right. a room that yeah, they had yeah, when somebody right. passed away. That was the room that people would come and pay their respects. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I, I, it took me a second. Like, they used to do that? Really? Huh. Okay. Yeah, do that. That works. But yeah, I just <laughs> and then from I, there I do I whatever care. I want. So fine. it's kind of like, just, um, uh, <laughs> actually, sorry, funeral home, but I don't want to have a funeral home not, deal with me. Probably not going to utilize your services. Yeah, I don't want to utilize your services because if I go before you, you're going to find a spot in the woods to bury me. Yeah, and uh, vice versa. And yeah, vice versa. I think that's just kind of have to. And be we're not going to have to worry about you know big daddy government. <laughs> yeah, like, because like. There used to be like homes with family cemeteries and now you can't do that. Fuck you. If I want to bury my dead on my property, I'm going to do that. It's yeah. good enough for my pets. It's good enough for me. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Darn yeah, tootin'. And, and that, you know, and I, uh, I know obviously there's reasons for some of those type of regulations that are in place and what have you, but I, we, we <laughs> I, I've been so anti, just get the, stay the fuck out of my business lately. Like, I'm not going to harm anybody. Leave me the fuck alone. Let me fucking do me. You fucking do you. Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so tired of just all this overreach by other people into, into people's business. Like, just fucking let everybody live and let live. Just leave everybody alone. I had a fun idea. Oh, boy. We should make on our land. Your ideas are fun. A fake cemetery. With like headstones and everything, so people think like, oh, oh there, there's people buried there, but not <laughs> actually bury us there. Do it on a different part of the land, so no. So if they dig it up and like, oh, you can't bury people. Well, no, it's just fake. But but then because the real okay. bodies are somewhere else. There you go. It, we watched. What was the show that we watched recently with the the uh, the the graves that were not moved. Do you remember that? Was that the, it was the uh, Destination oh, something. Expedition, Expedition Unknown. Expedition something. X. It was on, it was, we got this Discovery, Discovery X plus. or something plus. plus. Some of those, one of those streaming things. Yeah. And we were watching a show there and they were looking for, was it a, uh, a cemetery a or, or a, a town was, moved a cemetery because they were. There was a were, town that they were, they were. Building a man-made lake, but they had to move a town in order to do it. That's what it was. And what they were supposed to do is move the bodies and the headstones. And the headstones, yeah. They are supposed to move everything. To another location. Right. But they said they were going to try their best to do that. But then basically they 
like there were stories of hauntings going on and they went to go investigate it and the guy like scuba dived they, into yeah, the they lake. Yeah, they dived down into the lake and brought like the cameras down and, and there was a cemetery and in they the found lake. the full on cemetery. Those motherfuckers did not move the cemetery. They nope. just said, nope, we're not going to move it. We're just going to. And again, that fucking government lying again, right? And that was on a local level in that town. Mm-hmm. But again, people who listen and trust government, why? They always lie. They always, I, why I, would they start telling the truth at now? I got into why a conversation with a friend about that. And it's like, if your boyfriend lies to you, once he lies, like that trust is gone. Are you ever really going to trust him? No. So why would you do that with the government? It's come out. They've lied to us time over time for so many things. So why is it okay for our government to do that? But we wouldn't let like a boyfriend or a girlfriend do that or a husband or a wife. It's just, again, it's nonsensical. It it makes absolutely no sense. And people, and, and the best part is people all say politicians, yeah, they're crooks, they're liars, but you fucking let them run your life anyway. How does that, how does that compute? So I'm going to segue because this is just a good spot. Speaking of lying, we did an episode about your medical rights. Yes. And one of the things I brought up was if a doctor's receiving compensation of any kind, you know, you have the right to ask them and they have to be honest about it. Well, a local hospital (laughs) here in Manchester. It's like, it's like. Again, another synchronicity. Again, like, like we do this episode, and, and then, then last boom, week this comes out. I see this headline, but we had already. It was like right after we recorded. Right. So this hospital agrees to pay three point eight million to resolve kickback related false claims act allegations. So a U.S. attorney announced that this hospital agreed to pay $3.8 million to resolve, al- to resolve allegations that it violated Civil False Claims Act by providing free call coverage services to a cardiologist to induce patient referrals, and that's in violation of the anti-kickback statute. So according to the settlement agreement, the U.S. Assor- asserted that this hospital paid its own cardiologists to cover for and be available to provide medical services for another cardiologist's patients when this cardiologist was on vacation or otherwise unavailable. And then they further allege that this hospital provided these call coverage services at no charge. So the cardiologist who received the free call coverage referred millions of dollars in medical procedures and services to the hospital over the decade in which free services were provided. So basically, these hospital doctors would cover this cardiologist and give free services because she referred millions of dollars worth of procedures to the hospital with her patients. So basically, in this situation... Are, are you getting anything out of this? Like, this is why you need to ask. Like, this doctor, she might have, or probably should have in some cases, possibly needed to refer some patients to Boston for medical, better medical care for cardiology. But nope, instead she went to the local one because, hey, she refers backs. and they got her back. They give her free stuff. Yeah, That's it, messed up. That's so, again, w- once again, Uh, know your rights that's why it's so important to ask Ask these things questions because 
you are, I'm sorry, but I just, and I hear stories all the time from, from people in our family. Mm-hmm. You are not ever, I'm sorry. Now the medical system is not what it was when we were growing up. Absolutely not. Now it is so messed up and I don't feel that you are going and getting the best care or that any doctor. And, and again, I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to, to lump you all into one thing, but I feel like the system itself is not meant to give you no. proper good care. Again, You're not going to get the best care. There are some amazing doctors of out course there, amazing there are. nurses, um, but healthcare again, workers. But when you have a corrupt system, it makes it really easy for the not good ones and to you, cause big problems. Right. And you've got no way of knowing Who's one of the honest ones? Who's unless it's a who, doctor you know, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's very, very difficult to know. But then, what if your trust is built off of a lie because they're getting free kickbacks? They're they're exactly. referring you, and you think they're doing it because they know best because you've built a trusting relationship. Sure, but it's because they get free coverage and like everything's free for them because they refer. Be, yeah, and that's the thing too. Like how now with this this comes out right, but like. As a patient, what do you ask your doctor? Do you say, uh, okay, you're referring me there, but do you get kickbacks from them? Like, how do you ask it? You know what I mean? Like, what's the Are you getting anything out of this Yeah, you get anything out of this? When you refer to them, do you get anything in return? I just want to know. Yeah, do you get taken out to dinner or something? Are you referring me because it's truly the best place or because it's better for you in your, in your, as your profession because you get something from it? And, and that's, that's, hey, that's, Sadly, what you have to do, you have to ask because you cannot take it. And if they get offended by it, that right there should tell you all you need to know. Right. Yeah. Then then, then it's time to get another doctor because, you know, yep, that's probably what's happening. You're offended by me asking about my care. Really? So I guess my thing is if you are fortunate enough right now, presently, as you're watching or listening, you're fortunate enough to be healthy, maintain your health. Mm -hmm. Don't ever go and have to be in a position where you have to take advice from these people where you have to get referred, obviously, but do your best Mm -hmm. to control your own health, whether that be by exercise, diet, whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. Don't bother with the system because sadly, thank you, (laughs) sadly, the United States does not have the best health care anymore at all. The, the elite, the powerful, the wealthy, they don't go here for their procedures anymore. They go to Costa Rica for stem cells. They go Columbia. Colombia. They go, they go in all Costa Rica's for dental, right? Yeah. That's like the best dentist dental. in the world now. Columbia stem uh, cells. Columbia is the best stem cells. You have uh, most plastic surgeries and those type of deals. Those are all done over in Europe now. United States does not have the best health care anymore. It just doesn't. Sorry. And I just want to say like a a good thing. I'm not giving any medical advice. I'm just saying a good thing to do is be in tune with your body. And part of that is just listening to your body. And I said it when we did this episode, like I've been in my body over 40 years. I know my body. I listen to my body. I know when things are off. And I encourage everyone to really get in tune with their body and listen to it. And if something is off, I don't care if other people make you feel like, oh, you're a hypochondriac, because people used to do that to me all the time. It's like, oh, you're a hypochondriac. Oh, no, actually, I had Lyme disease, and that's why I was in pain, and that's why I was experiencing these It took things. you how many years to figure out you had Lyme disease? 30? Oh, no, almost. That was longer than that. Well, no, because I was I, maybe like 12. 
when you got it. Yeah. But I mean, till you realize, oh, this is what's been going on with me. Yeah. So you were in your in your early thirties. No, I was in my late thirties. In your late thirties. Yeah. Okay. Well, even worse. So over but, t- twenty-five years. But there you go. Yeah, you didn't but, know what was wrong, but you knew something was. You just didn't know what, and you had I, Lyme disease I always all had, this time. You know, people being like, "Oh, it's just in your head," and you know your body. So just get in tune with yourself. And if people are telling you like, "Oh, you're a hypochondriac," or it's all in your head, fuck those people. You know your body. Listen Absolutely. to yourself and get in tune with your body. and And read about natural medicine. Read about plant medicine. Read about traditional Chinese herbal medicine. There's so many different things where like you can heal yourself with a lot of stuff. And I really encourage people to just do that extra work, that extra research. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Ex- take advantage of that. Yeah. Experiment with your diet and, and, and give your diet time to see if it actually helps. I mean, I, I essentially healed all my, most of my health issues just through eliminating certain mm-hmm. things from yeah. my diet mm-hmm. to the point where I got to the point where I could actually start eating those things that were bothering me again because I healed. Yeah. I was able to heal myself. And it's just, uh, you know, you can, people go, they cut out meat. Other people just eat meat. Everybody Everybody's is different. different. So don't, don't just because a celebrity says this worked for me, uh, you want to try something great, but remember, everybody's different. So just because a doctor says, do this, okay, the doctor knows what works for most people, but, but you're not most people. You're not most people. You are you. Mm-hmm. Always just remember that kind of stuff. And again, not medical advice, but from my own personal experience, that's what worked. Just taking time and trying to figure out, and like you said, get in tune with your own mm-hmm. body and just learning to recognize the signs. And something else I just want to mention yes. is if your husband or wife, you you guys, what works for one doesn't work for the other. So if you have to do two different things, that's okay. Because totally stuff cool. that works for him doesn't work for me and stuff that works for me doesn't work for him. Right. And as much as we want to be doing the same stuff, we can't yeah. because it doesn't work. So yeah. um, I don't want people... If that's going on, being, you know, thinking like, oh, well, because, you know, we're together and we want to do the same thing. It, it doesn't work. It, oh, it could. I mean, you, you can try. If but it doesn't work, it's yeah, for a yeah, reason is yeah. what I mean. So don't don't let that bother yeah, you. Yeah. And, and I know that that can be kind of off-putting, especially and, it, and a lot of couples can be can get it's almost kind of like a pain. But mm. look, what's more of a pain? Being in pain and being unhealthy and and further down the road, paying the price for not just taking these small inconveniences and doing them now so that both of you, if you're in a relationship can be healthy mm-hmm. or you want to just, you know, deal with it later. Keep kicking the ball down the road. So you can't get kicked anymore. And then you're going to a doctor who's maybe referring you to somebody who's taking them out for, you know, a couple of rounds of golf every yeah. now and again or something. You know what kickbacks. I mean? Like, yeah. So just, uh, we do not get yeah. kickbacks from anybody. No, we get Any advertising we do is for ourselves. That's it. So, all right. I think that's a good, uh, good place to kick off. We talked about time traveling in the shower. We talked about funeral home mailings and surveys and stuff. And another Uh, synchronicity with the show we did. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully everybody's gotten their, uh, their fill of us (laughs) for this week. We, as always appreciate you listening, appreciate you spending your time with us as always. And if you got nothing else to add, my beautiful lady, I think this is a good time to say I am the Golden Greek Alexarion. 
And I've been joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. I'm going to see how long I can sit here without blinking. Oh. Okay, my eyes hurt now. I <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't do it anymore. All right, that's going to do it for us. Goodbye. Hearers, watchers, homewreckers. Like what you're hearing or watching so far and want even more homewrecker content? Then check us out on Supercast, where you can get more exclusive bonus content, starting for as little as $5 a month. You'll get more of the content you love and also have access to exclusive episodes, listener-requested shows, watch-alongs, AMAs, plus special deals on Homewrecker Podcast merchandise and more. Visit homewreckerpodcast.supercast.com to sign up or click the link in our show notes. We really appreciate your support. We do. So hit pause and go check out homewreckerpodcast.supercast.com right now. Or click the link in the show notes. Thanks. Thanks. Many people are unaware just how much hypnotherapy can help them or think it's only to help lose weight or quit smoking. But there is so much more hypnotherapy can do. It can help with stress, anxiety, insomnia, phobias, performance enhancement, connecting with your spirit guides and higher self. You can even discover past lives and your life between lives. Heal traumas, break habits, find your deepest truth, or just have fun discovering who you really are, all from the comfort of your home. I'm Monique Pliakis. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, and I want to help you. Schedule a free consult by going to www.innerstandingshypnosis.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G-S-H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S.com. Innerstandings Hypnosis. Find your power and ignite your inner light. We love hearing from and interacting with our hearers and watchers. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at HomewreckerPod. You can also visit our website, homewreckerpodcast.com, where you can check out past episodes and pick up some Homewrecker Podcast gear from our online store. Also, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're hearing or watching our show. That way you can be notified whenever a new episode drops. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can check out the video versions of our show at YouTube and Brideon. You can also find Monique in a few places online as well. I'm on Twitter, at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. If you're interested in a tarot reading, organite, incense, candles, and other cool things, you can go to my website, tarotbymonique.com. Or if you're interested in hypnotherapy, you can go to innerstandingshypnosis.com to schedule a free 20-minute consult. And follow me on Twitter, at Monique P-C-H-T. And Alex, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at TheAlexArion. And you can check out my website, alexarionfitness.com. And if that's too much to remember, we get it. That's why we put it all in our show notes. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we appreciate all of your support. We do. Thank you. We love you.